the Destination, the podcast about staying creative and discovering your path. Every other week, we embark on a thought adventure to figure out what makes our creative clocks tick. This is a chance for us to recharge and take stock of why and how we want to make great stuff. This is Season 1, Episode 5. My name is Tony Banta. And I'm joined by my incredible co-host, Nina Davidowitz. Hi, Tony. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. I'm feeling like I haven't seen you in a million years. I know. I've missed you. Me too. (laughs) Did you have a good holiday? I had a great holiday. How was your trip? My trip was fabulous. It was great to be with my family and to be in some sunshine. I'll bet. You know, that was really good because where we live, which is northeastern PA, for those of you that are listening, I think we have an average of something like 20 days a year that are totally sunny. (laughs) And so being down south was great. That's great. Good for the spirits, you know. And Uh, Do you get the uh, SAD, the uh, seasonal affective disorder? Yes, I do. But I haven't done anything about it. Like we were talking about getting those special lights. Right. Have you done that? I've not done that yet. No, me neither. But I'm really thinking about it. Yeah, really me think. too. I'm thinking of, of of me making a late Christmas present to myself with one of those. That's a good idea. Yeah. And by the way, Happy New Year. Yes, thank you. Happy New Year to you too. It's so great. I love the new year. I love 2015 already. You do? I do. You know, it just was making me think, I wonder, numerologically speaking, the year 2015. I'm going to look into that for our next podcast. There you go. Let's see. Five, six, seven, just don't eight, ask the Mayans. Eight. What's that? I said, just don't ask the Mayans. Oh. Because <laughs> they thought we'd be dead years ago. Yeah, yeah. Well, 2012, um, that's when their calendar ended. But many of the Mayan experts say that they didn't really think the world would end. It's just launching a whole new cycle. So it's the end of one cycle. And now we're in a new cycle. That sounds a little bit apologetic to me. <laughs> that sounds a little bit like they're trying to like reinvent, you know, the wheel. No, like, uh, no, it's true. <laughs> I don't know. I love all that stuff. I know. It's intriguing. <laughs> so, um, so let me ask you, did you have a good New Year's holiday? I did. It was fun. Mm-hmm. I got to spend some time with some friends, which is always a great time. Yeah, that's great. I'm incredibly thankful that I have some great friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you? Uh, what did you do for the holiday? You know, I, I had a couple of options, but I just um, kept it quiet, actually. Which, now that I'm a little older, like I don't get such a thrill out of you know staying up till midnight. Although, it is fun to watch the ball drop, I must say. But um, I'm not really into going out and partying and... You know, there's so many crazy drivers on the road. So usually my New Year's yeah. are pretty quiet. But I love um, I love the whole idea of a brand new year leading out in front of you. And we all have a brand new clean slate. And I think that's really exciting. I totally agree. I really love the, the sentiment of New Year's. Uh, the idea that, that uh, like you said, it's a clean slate. And it's a great time to... Think about how the previous year went, sort of like the intro of our podcast. It's a great time to to stop and take stock, and and reflect on on if we're happy with with the decisions that we made and what we accomplished, 
or if we want to maybe make some different choices and changes in the coming year. Mm -hmm. So um, speaking of choices and changes, do you tend to make resolutions every year? You know, I did for a long time. And then I I stopped. Why? Because resolutions suck. <laughs> I'm shocked to hear you say that, Tony. I am shocked. <laughs> you seem like a resolution type of person to me. Well, that's a great point um, because that's some of my 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 personal feeling about it in general. Is that goals are are great, but I don't like New Year's resolutions because they they almost always result in failure. And sometimes that's okay because our priorities change and we have to decide to go in different areas. Mm -hmm. We may make a resolution to lose a bunch of weight and then have some kind of a health complication where that's no longer possible. But what I really don't like about them is is the, the perception of them failing so often. Right. Because different than uh, uh, different than a goal, different than an isolatable goal of I want to clean the garage or I want to paint the living room, um, or maybe even some career goals like I want to take a class or get certified in something, that has a definite start and a definite end. Whereas a New Year's resolution, I feel like in my path at least, it's a setup for failure. So if I have a goal to, to go to the gym consistently and I end the year and I've only gone consistently 26 weeks out of the year, well, then that's a big fail stamp on that, right? Ah, okay. But 26 times, maybe 24 more times than I went the previous year. Right. So. so while that's an objective fail because of what this grand resolution was, mm -hmm. it's really not that bad. Mm -hmm. It's really a net improvement. It's progress, not perfection. Yeah. So that's why I really don't like resolutions. That doesn't at all mean that I don't like goals. Right. Um, but there was a, a philosopher, and I've been meaning to, to if I did make resolutions, I'd make one to, to write some of these quotes down before we get to our recording <laughs> so that I can actually attribute them. But I heard a philosopher comment that life is, is, is more like a frog jumping from lily pad to lily pad looking around and then deciding which lily pad to jump to next than a straight timeline. Uh -huh. And we love to think about those things in this straight, continuous, linear timeline where, where everything fits in exactly the right way. Right. And that just doesn't happen like that. Yeah. That's so neat because, well, it just brings to mind um, everything we've been talking about on this podcast, which is about all about the journey. And I do tend to picture this big, long road um, leading out in front of me, but we have spoken about detours and getting off the path and getting back jumping back on. So I, I kind of like that leapfrog or lily pad vision that you've given me now. Kind of makes me feel better. <laughs> right. Because yeah. very rarely are we ever on a straight, continuous path. You're right. And some of the beautiful part about the, the frog and the lily pad metaphor is going back to our first episode, you are here. So you're on one lily pad right now. Yeah. So you just get to look around and and you know decide which which closest you know, like lily pad because you can't jump all the way across the pond. True. 
Uh, but at least in one jump. Yeah. Um, but you can look around and you know see which which lily pad you want to jump to next. I think that's great. And, so, how, and how much fun to be jumping, you know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Why, why do we have to walk? Why can't we jump? Studies have shown that you cannot be depressed while jumping up and down. I believe it. <laughs> Studies have also shown that I make up 33% of all comments where I cite studies that Uh-oh. have shown. <laughs> and then we're in big trouble. <laughs> but so what about you? Are you a resolution maker? I love re- making resolutions, which you're right. It's just like making goals, you know, setting some goals. And I never really thought about it um, in the way that you've just described it, where, you know, you do make this resolution, but there's no time limit. You just assume it's something you're going to do all year, right? Because it's a New Year's resolution. Um, And I do tend to make lots of resolutions and I almost always fail at them because I don't make just one or two. I'll make like 10, you know, I am going to lose weight and travel more and be a better person and paint more. And, you know, um, just think (laughs) of 15 other things. I want, I want to totally, you know, redo myself. Sounds like, it sounds like you're trying to jump across the pond. I am trying to jump across the pond. (laughs) always, you know, and so I'm wondering if it isn't maybe better just to have one or two things in mind. Um, But usually uh, when people make resolutions, there's a couple of areas of your life that, um, that you focus on. And I've worked with a couple of different life coaches and, you know, I have a couple of friends that are life coaches and they have um, a, a really interesting way of, of, of you to sort of figure out is your life balanced you know and they will give you this pie chart I don't know if you've done this you may have done this exercise but there's a pie like a big round pie and that pie is you and then how you slice up then you have to like slice up the pie so there's a couple categories there's family and friends there's um, your career or your business there's health um, let's see Uh, fun and recreation, you know, so there's like maybe six or seven slices you can have in your pie and how big is each slice? Like how much time and energy do you spend on your family and friends compared Mm. to say your health? You know, so I've done those pie charts a couple of times. They're never, the slices are never equally apportioned. You know, there's always that one slice that's really skinny. Right. And usually it's the like recreation and having fun. Yeah. Because as we get older, we just have less and less time, it seems, to do that. Um, Or we're so willing to give it up. We're so willing to give it up. It's at the bottom of our list, priority-wise. I was having a conversation with someone today, actually, around some of that exactly, that idea of things being so busy um, all the time. And some of what we said is, is that it's a matter of prioritization, and being able to say no. Yeah, that's being able to say no, that's really hard, but it's a good thing to learn how to do. Yeah. It really is. A friend of mine said to me a few weeks ago, as there was a lot of family drama going on, um, they were not my family drama, but their family drama. They said to me that, that they realized that no can be a complete sentence. Oh. And I thought that that was really insightful because usually at least I do this all the time, I'm saying no, and then I feel like I have to give an excuse of why not, oh, and then I have to t- 
tell somebody about what I'll give them instead, and I'm negotiating around this um, sort of thing. So if someone says, will you help me uh, uh, do this or that, uh, uh, then I feel this, this level of obligation. Right. And sometimes that's a healthy thing. You know, sometimes if they've helped me in the past, you know, then that's appropriate. But um, I think that it, it, if we don't create some boundaries somewhere and some level where we're okay to say, no, I don't think that I can do that and still be able to, to, to be a functioning human being. Right. And to be okay with it. Right. It is. It's hard. You're right. To just say no and not give an excuse or a reason. Yeah. And you really don't necessarily owe people that. You know, and that could be the cure. That if we were willing to say that, we may be able to get any resolution that we wanted <laughs> done because we could say no to everything else. But that's also some of what a resolution is: is is it's a really long commitment of saying that saying that I'm going to focus on that thing. Mm-hmm. And sometimes priorities change. Yeah, they get in the way, and yeah, just get in the way, and then you're not so willing. To say no to all those things that pop up so that you can do this this one or, or two or, in your case, 75 goals. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm excited about my resolutions. And I don't know if we should talk about what our resolutions are. I think we should. You think? Yeah, why don't you go first? Why don't you share one of them? Okay. So uh, one of mine – and you know what? A lot of these, uh, a lot of these resolutions – sort of came became important to me as we were doing our podcast because every week that we would do it and we would have these different topics, I've realized how much I do that thing, whatever it is we're talking about, like procrastination. As I was putting my stuff near the door the other day, my whole pile of things I had to get done, I was going to put them in my car. It really made me giggle because we were talking about that in our, our previous episode. <laughs> So, um, well, one of the things for me is health. You know, health is always an issue for all of us. Absolutely. And, uh, I, I, you had mentioned once, you know, why do we put off these certain things that we know we need to take care of? And I've done that with a couple different things. I mean, I'm not in like serious jeopardy or anything. Right. But, you know, there's some chronic pains I'm having. Like, why? You know, do sure. I need to keep having those chronic pains? Um, and they get in the way of you doing other things. Like for instance, I have a knee that is getting arthritis and that situation has prevented me from exercising in the way that I used to. So it's time to get that checked out and see like, what can I do? Right. So health is definitely one area I'm going to focus on a little bit better this year. So I'm, I'm feeling good. That's about awesome. That. Yeah. 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 And focusing on health, I think, is one of those gifts that keeps on giving because as you have more health, you have more of an ability to do things. You have more, typically, you have more, you have more energy, you have more of all of that. So it's one of those, you know, self-fulfilling things that, you know, can push you forward. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, one of my resolutions um, for the next year actually is is related to our podcast as well, a little bit more head-on for me, um, in that I want us to be able to record an episode that requires no editing. (laughs) That is a good goal, Tony, because you have to realize that Tony does our editing, and it can be very time-consuming. Yeah. So this is, I'm sure this is what our listeners tune in for. 
um, uh, this sort of inside baseball stuff. Uh, but our podcast is typically about half an hour uh, once we, we publish it. When we first started, we would record for an hour or at times an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah. And then we had to cut that down to a good 25 to 45 or so minute show. So we were cutting pieces from different segments and we were trying to piece it together and it was brutal for those first six episodes. <laughs> I, know. I felt badly for you. I well, wish I wish I could have helped you, but I have absolutely no idea how to do it. And that's okay. This was a project for me to start with that I really was excited about digging into. And I'm so glad I did because because it was so informative to to be able to have to do that and to live through some of those challenges. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I would never have gotten that experience if I didn't um, if we didn't just start and start plugging in the microphone, start recording, start doing it, publishing, right. sometimes missing some of the dates that we wanted to launch episodes and then have people come after us and say, you know, hold us accountable and say, hey, uh, why didn't the episode go live yet? Where are you guys? Yeah, where's episode four or whatever? <laughs> no, I think that that was one that, you know, we had a gap on, which was totally my fault in editing. Um, life got in the way. So that is 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 one of my resolutions for us to to get these recordings down so that we're which I think is going to be a combination of three factors. See, because I've already started working on the infrastructure for the goal. Okay. Because I don't just want to throw it out there and then hope or or you know set this, you know, big goal and then, you know, have fear and anxiety around missing it. So I already started working on an infrastructure for it. And I think there are three parts. One is we're going to work on the the equipment that we're using and switch to maybe slightly more professional equipment. Mm-hmm. I actually have some coming in next week for our recording cool. for episode 8. Great. So, yeah, so we'll get to test drive some of that. That'll be a slower process. The second is going to be the um what we're saying and some of our preparation, which we already started doing for this episode. We we went over some of our outlines and we got some of that ready. And then the third factor, and this one is really important, we're going to care less. <laughs> and that doesn't mean care less about the content or the message or our listeners, but care less about making sure every little piece is perfect. Okay. I'm with you. Because the perfect part is going to be our connection with the listeners, not the the you know every little um and stutter and cough that actually happens in the show yeah so if you're a listener and and this is a great part for for us to sh- for us to, to to mention this it let us know what you think of this episode that has less editing and of the episodes as we come out with them you can find the show notes for this episode at notthedestination.audio and you can reach me on twitter at tony banter T-O-N-Y-B-A-N-T-E-R. And you can reach Nina. I think the best is probably on Facebook because we have a Facebook page too. Right. Uh, Not the destination, just on Facebook. And we have areas where you can leave comments. And every now and then we will throw in some new pictures and things, you know, photos of things we're up to or pertaining to the episodes that we've aired. It's mostly just selfies of Nina and I. (laughs) That's mostly all it is. (laughs) So what's another one of your New Year's resolutions? Okay, so here's the thing. I've been feeling since last summer 
I've been feeling like I'm in limbo somewhat. Uh I'm kind of in limbo. And I've been in limbo before. Like I, I can recognize when I'm in this state. And when it's happened to me in the past, a, f- a good friend of mine has said to me, you know, just go with the limbo. You know, like you're in limbo. Enjoy being in limbo. I'm like, well, how can you enjoy being in limbo? Because when you're in limbo, you're just not sure where you're at. Like, where do I go from here? And she said, you have to enjoy that process of not knowing because at a certain point you will know and then you'll be headed, you know, headfirst in that direction. So limbo is almost a place of rest in a way. And the key is to not become panicky over it and to have faith that ultimately things will work out if you put your best intentions out there and um, keep your eyes open on different possibilities that are opening up around you. Um, you know, that's a good thing about limbo because you, you're in that state. So for me, the limbo is uh, my kids are grown. They're living in different areas of the United States right now. And I'm trying to figure out if I want to stay here or not. And all last summer, I had the best adventure last summer. I usually take like a month off. I arrange my classes and work schedule so I can do that. And I traveled all over New England and New York State and visited friends and all these different destinations. Had a ball. But the whole time I was trying to imagine, like, could I live in this place? You know, I was sort of like checking out new places to live. And when I came back, it's always great to come home. And I I shared with some friends the fact that I was looking around and I'm not sure if I want to stay here or not. And they all got together and said, you know, Nina, we really don't want you to leave. We we hope that you'll stay here, which was one of the best moments ever. I, I felt really really grateful to have that kind of those kind of friends. I think that I was actually one of those friends that said, Nina, <laughs> I, I really you were. don't want you to leave. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, which is kind of a selfish thing to say, to be honest, because I too have thought about leaving at many different points in time and going to another place. Yeah. I think it's the, I think it's the cult of the area that we live in, that it's very sticky. It is kind of sticky. That's a good word. And it's a magnet. It's, I think like of it as a black hole. <laughs> I think of it as a black hole. Like literally, it is a coal mining area and there are black holes underneath this whole area that we live in. But there is a, a vortex there too, you know. I feel like people sort of, they spin around the valley and they spin right down into the valley and then it's very hard to get back out again. And I don't want to sound too negative about our area because there's so many incredibly wonderful things about it. I That's mean, so true. First of all, it's inexpensive to live here. Um, there's lots of beautiful nature all around. Like within within 15, 20 minutes, you can be really out in, in beautiful nature. That's a great point. Um, it's I said that it was affordable, but it's also fairly close to other major cities like New York and Philly. Yeah, it's a two-hour drive to Philly, two-and-a-half-hour drive to New York City. Right. So, I mean, it's it's well-located. I think it's just that I've been here a long time. So I'm trying to figure out how I can structure my life and my work so that I can still have connections here with people I love and care about. I have students here that I adore, and I, you know, I'm trying to figure that out. I don't want to leave them in the lurch. Um, but how can I also spend some time somewhere else and maybe check out new venues for my art, meet some new people, and just keep life being lively? You know, I kind of feel right. like I've been on this very slow simmer, <laughs> and I want, I want to be boiling, you know? 
I want some activity. Wow. That's yeah. a great metaphor. Yeah. I want to put myself on the front burner. <laughs> not the back burner. But be careful not to get burnt. <laughs> or scalded. Or scalded. <laughs> Don't overcook yourself, you know. That's right. <laughs> There's always that danger. That sounds like a great resolution. So, yeah, I don't know how to, you know, how, where it's going to go, but I'm really excited about just remaining calm and keeping my eyes open mm -hmm. and um, talking to other people. I have a lot of friends that have moved away from the area and you know, I've been talking to them about it. And I don't know, it's kind of exciting. That's great. Yeah. I'll keep you posted. <laughs> so, so what's your resolution for that though? To, oh, okay. To... So, have some certainty around where you want to go and get out of limbo or yeah i would love to get out of limbo and i have a feeling that by the end of next summer i'm going to to figure it out okay i'm kind of i'm waiting for my daughter to finish graduate school hmm. and um, she's in a great area right now she's in portland oregon which is incredible and i visited her there several times and i love it's it it's a great city it's a really fun city, but it's a little too far away for me from the rest of my family, which is here on the East Coast. Right. So she's graduating in May, and then she and her boyfriend are going to figure out where they want to live. So I want to kind of wait and see where she ends up. Yeah. Because I might it might be a really cool area, and maybe I'll go there too. I'm not sure. Wow. But either way, I want to... Is this, is this the first time that she's hearing about this? No. Is when she's listening to this episode? <laughs> Oh, no. thank goodness. No, she's totally clued in. Okay. She wants me to move out Good. there. Well, of course. You know, but yeah. it's, it's just too far for me. Right. So we'll see. Yeah. If anyone has, actually, this is a really good thing to throw out to our listeners. If you were living or if you know of a really fun place that has lots of creative people, I'm in my 50s, you know, I would like to have people my age and younger, of course, um, someplace on the East Coast, I'd love to hear about it. Is it limited for you on the East Coast, or are you okay to, I mean, to, to, to travel west, to take travel, the Oregon Trail? I guess I could travel west. It sounds a little more scary to me. I'm such an East Coast person. Okay. Yeah, because you've spent time in Florida, and you've spent time in New yeah. York. And up in, I mean, I love Maine. Oh, of course, New England. I love New England. Gorgeous. It's just cold there, and I just can't decide about that. Yeah. For me, if I were to go anywhere, it's Austin or San Francisco. Ooh. Two very creative places. I hear Austin is amazing. Yes. A lot of young people. I've been there a few times. It's a, it's a great city. Mm -hmm. Great food, too. Yeah. Wonderful, you know, Tex-Mex. Sounds great. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, no matter where we are, we can still do our podcast. That's right. Yeah. So as listeners, don't you worry. <laughs> we're, not, we're not leaving the podcast. We're still going to be coming to you live from the internet. Yeah. Or in this case, recorded from the internet, but still. <laughs> That doesn't have the same ring to it. So, yeah, being in limbo, we haven't really spoken about that topic, but it happens. You know, you're in between jobs or whatever. All the time. And um, it's not, a, you know, don't think of it as being a really bad place. It could be really informative and insightful and actually kind of restful, you know? Yeah. So take advantage of that. I've been reading a book recently called Daring Greatly. It's by Brene Brown. She's a shame and vulnerability researcher, which seems like a really interesting topic. Um, but she talks specifically about, and when you talked about what being in limbo meant for you, it reminded me of some of this. She talks a lot about 
how to lean into vulnerability and not shy away from that, not try to seek certainty and absolutes and all of these things or numb the vulnerability that we're sort of feeling from being in that kind of limbo. And so when you commented on that, that made me think of of some of those tactics from the book because some of the um, some of Brene Brown's history, she was on a TED talk uh, several years ago, and she thought that it, uh, it was one of the the TEDx conferences. So it was one of the smaller regional conferences. Okay. So she thought that it was small. She shared a really personal life story and talked about the importance of vulnerability. It went on the website and and within only a few months, it had 12 million views. Wow. Still to today, it's one of the top viewed TED Talks of all time. I think it's, it's, it's number three or something like that. Wow. And so she was sort of describing how, how she wasn't ready for that. She didn't want her personal story to be shared with that many people. Yeah. Um, and that some of that was uh, was sort of a a challenge that she had to process through as well. But once she had that success from that TED Talk, she got a lot of requests to come and speak at various organizations and a lot of larger companies. So larger technology companies and companies that have hundreds and thousands of employees, they'll bring people like that in to, to, to speak. And when they called her, she talked about this in a second TED Talk, and we'll link to that in the show notes. It's a great watch. She she talked about that a little bit. They said, hi, you know, we'd really like for you to come and, and speak to our employees. We don't want you to talk about shame or vulnerability or any of that stuff, though. <laughs> and so she would kind of chuckle and say, well, what do you want me to talk about? And they would say, well, change and innovation and creativity. <laughs> and she said in that second TED Talk that that was really funny and, and she had to kind of teach them a little bit as she was talking with them because vulnerability is the birthplace of creativity and innovation and change. Uh-huh. And without being willing to be in limbo, without being willing to venture away from the certainty of the shoreline, you can't get some of those depths of of new ways of thinking that really are truly innovative. And I thought that that was such a brilliant point. And now you're kind of talking about that limbo for you. And those great changes that we make within ourselves, they have to come from that place of of being in limbo and feeling super uncomfortable about it, feeling feeling unhinged. Uncertain and and vulnerable. Yeah, that's really neat. So Brene Brown. Brene Brown. She's from Texas. Is she? She is. Wow. Yeah. You know, this is sort of off the track a little bit, but speaking of just the United States, you know, you're talking about Texas, San Francisco, like I can picture them in my head. You know, here's the United States, a vision of it in my head. I have I am so bad with geography, it's like it's shameful. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I recently saw on Facebook they approached people from other countries with this blank a map of the United States and had people fill in what are the names of all the states mm-hmm. in the United States. And not being from here, a lot of them didn't know, and their responses were hilarious. Like, <laughs> they would just write over the whole middle of the country, like, this is just no man's land or something. <laughs> I mean, they usually knew where New York was, and they knew the state of California. Sure. So I'm kind of that way, though. Like, if you gave me a blank map, 
of the United States, I would not be able to fill in where all the states are, I don't think. I'm thinking we might have to have a contest between the two of us and we'll scan them in. Okay. And put them, uh, post them on social media for our listeners to see how we do. I'm right. thinking that, that, that we have to challenge ourselves on this. Okay. I'm kind of curious to see what you put on <laughs> some of those do, states now. <laughs> you'll be much better than me. <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm, I'm national geography. I'm mostly okay with, uh, it's the, the local geography that really, that really gets to uh, me. Whenever I go somewhere, I always get lost. You do? Sometimes I get lost going to the supermarket. Wow. Yeah. So I've, I've read about that recently too. There's something in your brain that controls your sense of direction. Yeah. Now I, I have a good one. I'm very good with direction. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Now to some extent, I think that I have an okay sense of direction and that I can always get back. But I just end up taking lots of detours and circly, you know, routes because I think, you know, ooh, this looks like a neat road. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go this way. It's in the same general direction. <laughs> That's great, though. So, yeah. So it could just be that I, you know, that I have a bad case of ADD. That could be. Or you're just, you know, you're creative and you see these cool things and you just want to go for it. <laughs> that could be true, too. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow. Uh, well, yeah, being in limbo, that's... That's huge. So that's one of my goals is just to figure that out. And yeah. not, not to be upset about it or feel anxious, but just to sort of step-by-step, step, you know, take the steps to figure it out. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think for our listeners and for you, and you said this beautifully too, don't ever feel bad about that. That's not something that you have to feel bad about or feel like you have to grasp for, you know, firm footing or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's the birthplace of everything great is that being in limbo. That's neat. That's neat. Yeah. Okay, so... So we would kind of like to challenge our listeners, right? To make it a great and healthy and adventurous year? Absolutely. I think uh, it should be a happy new year, a healthy new year. Definitely an adventurous new year. And we just wish you all the best. We're so glad that um, that you stuck with us, and uh, we appreciate all your comments and insight. Uh, we're glad to have you along for the ride, for sure. Absolutely. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you soon. Bye.